Welcome to this podcast, made possible by Vision Australia Radio, your community radio station. Visit varadio.org for more information on Vision Australia Radio and our podcasts. Let's speak to Marty Simmons, who's doing a great job as far as um, offering a personal support service for people who are clients of Vision Australia. Marty's on the line. Marcy, lovely to meet you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. This is such a great service. For those that might be aware of it, and I know that uh, as to the old Oliver Twist uh, line goes, there's always room for one more. What do you do and, and how does it sort of uh, work for, for people who might want access to service? What I do is I narrate in the special requests library. So I walk in on a Monday morning for my shift and I narrate whatever is handed to me. It could be a magazine. It could be a manual for something, part of a book or a whole book. I've read poetry, you name it, travel magazines, anything. And I believe that if you want to have something read, you contact the special requests library and let them know. Yeah, we'll give the details before we wrap up. And uh, people can have up to uh, 360 print pages of uh, material done each year. That's a a fair old uh, whack of reading for uh, you and your colleagues. That is, that is, but it's it's usually just a pleasure. We get to read things that we may not ever have encountered on our own. I know there have been times that I've gone home and uh, had to look up the book at the local library and borrow it so I can read the whole thing if I've only had, say, chapters, you know, seven till nine, and I've been interested. So it's it's awesome for us. We get to be exposed to just amazing things that we wouldn't have necessarily encountered ourselves. How did you get into this? I actually saw it advertised at my local library when I was signing up there to be a home library um, volunteer. So it was something I've always, always wanted to do, and I think it was just kismet that I saw the sign at the, at the time that I had the time to sign up to do things like this. And I came along for my audition and I've been narrating ever since. And it's a few years, I believe. I believe I'm finishing my seventh year. It might be my eighth year. I'm not quite sure. So I got to know, I was very lucky. I got to narrate through uh, lockdowns as well. I was able to bring some equipment home and set up my own little studio by uh, putting bits of blankets and cushions around myself to try and dampen it down. And I was able to still narrate through throughout lockdowns as well. Yeah, and that would have been and probably still is so, so important because, you know, that information, uh, that connectivity that people would have had, you know, probably more important then in a sense than uh, during our quote-unquote regular times. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, accessibility to whatever uh, printed word is out there for whatever reason if somebody can't get access to it, nor uh, you know, without, without some assistance, to me it's the most critical thing. Uh, access to literature, access to personal information that that needs to be narrated for them it's just it's crucial so lockdown in particular i was so pleased that we were able to still maintain some level of 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 narration marcy how does it work you said you uh, rock up uh, monday morning to do your shift um do you get a choice as to what you read or is it uh, whatever comes in uh, that has to get done and it gets sort of... Out- yeah, no, look, I, I walk in and I get handed a folder and I'm sure if I really had a huge problem with something, I could say no, thank you. But I, I just, I enjoy the uh, the unexpected nature of it. So I know I, I, I read a, a book about the Bermuda Triangle that was... Yeah really interesting and my computer was making some very strange errors that it never made before and it never made since and I'm convinced it was because of the book I was reading. It had to be, wouldn't it? I was like, oh, you know, we were in the twilight zone right then. 
but I, you know, I, I, I like, I figure whatever I get, I I can try and get something out of it, even if it's just not the most wonderfully, uh, perhaps proofed piece of work. I'm still happy to, to narrate it and to learn something. What about some of the sort of, uh, dare I call it dry stuff? Uh, could that be sometimes, you know, take a bit of uh, concentration, extra concentration perhaps? It does. It does. It, there are times that I'm reading things that I have zero comprehension of. Uh, for instance, Silicon Chip Magazine, which is not dry, but is well and truly outside of my knowledge base, uh, experience and interest. And I actually find that's almost better because you have to really dig down and concentrate. You really need to say, okay, I'm going to make this make sense, even if I have zero idea what I'm reading about with yeah. uh, kilo ohms and, uh, you know, megahertz and all this circuitry that I don't know about. <laughs> yeah. And what about the way things are written, as in, uh, you know, perhaps if something isn't – because often, uh, you know, particularly I, I know our readers here on Vision Australia Radio that read uh, articles out of magazines and the newspaper, I mean, that isn't written for it to be read, if you know what I mean. So something that cannot sound as good as it could be if you were reading it uh, – off the page. That can be a challenge as well? Yes, absolutely. There have been many times where I've had to pause and think, what are they trying to say? Mm. Where is the emphasis supposed to be? Uh, Perhaps a bit of punctuation would have been nice to give me an idea. Mm. Uh, And if I really can't make sense of it, I just try to make it sound like I know what it's meant to say and just make it sound authoritative rather than, I don't know what I'm saying. But there are times... (laughs) And I have to say as well, in terms of whenever I write things, uh, I was always taught, read it out loud. If you can read it out loud, you've you've written it well. And I think Mm. that my experience with vision has shown me that that is absolutely accurate because I sometimes think this is the first time this has been read aloud. (laughs) Yeah. Perhaps it could have had that in the editing (laughs) process. Okay. Well, for uh, writers or uh, would-be writers out there, there's a tip uh, free from – Marcy, uh, maybe whatever you're writing, uh, read it out loud and see if it sounds okay because that uh, <laughs> might set you on your way. But Marcy, you tell us a little bit about uh, your your sort of background. You talked about uh, wanting to be involved with a um, home service as far as the library went. So you've obviously got a, a great interest in the sort of uh, library slash information area. Oh, absolutely. Look, books are my passion. I have a background. I'm actually a, a musician, a trained musician. I play trumpet. I haven't done that for a long time, though. I was also trained as a teacher, but I have been, my focus is really on about accessibility to the written word. So as well as with vision, like I said, I've been, I've been doing the home library service for the same number of years uh, for my local council. And I also uh, have worked, I've started working as a volunteer with Story Dogs Australia for um, children who just need a bit more support with their reading. So I take my dog into a school and let them, the, the, well, I don't let them, the children read to the dog and he That's has cool. a time and I, it helps them with their, uh, their confidence more than anything else. And so for me, it's always about access to uh, the written word because that can take anyone so many places. So that's my that's really my my passion. My passion. What a what a fantastic idea and what a, a wonderful concept to uh, have kids read to dogs. I mean, in oh. a sense, you know, no judgment. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, exactly. I always say to them, you know, he's not going to test you. He doesn't mind if you take a bit of time to to work out the word. Um, he just loves to be with you, and they just and I've watched them. Oh, their their confidence just increases. Yeah. So. However you can get people reading, however that looks 
whether that's, you know, listening to an audio book or, or reading or it doesn't matter, just access. Who came up with that idea, do you know? Oh, Story Dogs. I, I should know this off the top of my head, but I don't. It's been around for a, a while now, actually. It's a really good organisation and uh, it's in a, a, an Australian-based one. It was, come yeah. up, it was brought up by, yeah, two, I believe two women in Australia. It's one of those things when you think about it, of course, you know, yeah. in a sense, such a simple idea, but such a powerful idea and such yeah. an empowering idea. Yes, yes. And I tell you, my, I have photos of my dog lying on the couch with a child <laughs> draped over him being read to well before I'd even heard of Story Dog. So it's just the perfect match, kids well, and yeah, dogs. Yeah, your, dog, your dog was made for its DNA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, "Well, he gets very proud." He goes, "I say to him in the morning, we're going to go to work now," and he gets all very excited. And you know, yeah, <laughs> you have the best red dog in the world. Oh, he is. He is. He he, he particularly likes Doctor Seuss books, which is good. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That that is uh, that's uh, put a smile on everyone's face. I'm sure, Marcy. Mm-hmm. What about as far as the longevity of uh, th- this particular uh, project, if you like? It's been going for quite some time, and. There's always going to be a need for it, isn't there? I believe so. I believe so. I think I think audiobooks in general have taken off in the last, uh, what, you know, 10 years or so. But I think that what we do that is really excellent is it doesn't matter what it is that you need read. Mm. It really doesn't matter. I've, I've read instruction manuals for Weber barbecues. Um, you know, I've read instruction manuals for a paint gun from memory. And, you know... We all need to have access to everything. So I think it's, I think we'll always be needed. Absolutely. And that's a great point you make there because, as I say, clients can have 360 print pages a year uh, transcribed for themselves or uh, spoken uh, into whatever format they like. And it can be of anything. It can be, uh, you know, yeah, your favorite uh, cooking recipe or perhaps uh, yes. uh, a pattern for your knitting. Uh, yes. There is no limit as far as uh, the, the sort of topics or the uh, material that you want to. Uh, read out uh, which is which is just tremendous yes absolutely uh what 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 somebody said to me right at the beginning was if it's printed basically if anyone can read it then we will narrate it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, fantastic and marcy you just touched on the uh i mean again how important is that for people who for whatever reason aren't able to get out and about and, and but still love their reading maybe they've always read or maybe you know reading can be a bit of a uh uh, an escape for them. I mean, that, that's a, that's a, a tremendous service as well, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I look at that as it's also for usually for the people that I've worked for. It's about connectivity as well. Mm. So it's of course accessibility to the books or magazines, but it's also about meeting someone and making that connection with them, where you you bring them into the community, even if they can't have they, they don't have the mobility they can't manage that themselves it's about bringing community together and giving them accessibility of course to the books but it's not just about the books then it's very much about the connection the friendships that you build that's been very important to me as well, well i guess they you get a bit of an insight into the sort of stuff they like uh, by the books that you deliver and and oh, yes. uh, you know they kind of get to know you a little bit better as well and you say yes that, uh, social connection again over the last uh, three years or so we've kind of uh, learn to appreciate that even more. Oh, even more. Yeah, yep, yep. And one of the things I also enjoy is I I see it as a bit of a a challenge, you know, a puzzle to get to know someone and then to work out what exactly the books are that are going to, to, you know, to appeal and then how far I can push them into a new author or a slightly, you know, a slightly different genre or something just to just to broaden their horizons. 
and I usually do pretty well. And every now and then when I fail, it's usually spectacular. So that's also fun. (laughs) (laughs) Marcy, it's been a delight talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you and all your colleagues. I know we spoke to uh, David uh, last month and we're going to have some more people on uh, throughout uh, 2023 as well. It's been uh, a privilege speaking to you. And uh, you put a smile on our face about a number of those things you've spoken about. Uh, as I say, it's certainly uh, empowering and also uh, making things accessible. And that's what, uh, in many respects, uh, Vicious Radio Radio is all about. You kind of fit in just so nicely. So thank you for your time and uh, we wish you well. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's Marcy Sivens. That's one of the people involved in the personal support service that uh, Vision Australia offers. So if you or someone you know is a client of Vision Australia, and uh, they have up to 360 pages a year transcribed or uh, spoken into their favourite format, give Vision Australia a call, 1300 847466. 1300 847466. This podcast was made possible by Vision Australia Radio. Visit varadio.org for information on Vision Australia Radio, news, interviews, reviews, and more of our podcasts. varadio.org.